0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 10 where Sasha and Violet take you on a journey to investigate a cult, which is a religious cult, and uh, hold on to your pants because it's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. guys, this is Cody. Hey, it's Sasha. Violet? (laughs)
1: Why (laughs) does it always come out of question mark? (laughs) Alright, go Maisie, let them know your voice.
0: And Maisie. (laughs) It's happening, it took forever but it's happening and we're back in the same country. Yay! How is Japan? Are we recording? We are but why are you in the outside down? (laughs)
1: Welcome to Murder Blows. Welcome
0: Welcome back, folks. Did you miss us? Did you miss us? I missed you. Japan was great. Um, I ate a lot of food. I saw a lot of things. I tried to speak a language that I don't speak. It's fantastic. You also had a blue uh, sour cream and onion dip, and that really threw me for a loop. Yep. I don't even think there was onion, and I think it was just sour cream. (laughs) Into it. But like, my brain was like, that's raspberry. And I'm like, it's not though. <laughs> my tongue was like, something's wrong. Man, I think there should be like an epileptic warning on Japan. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> but am I, I wrong? Words have never been spoken. <laughs> if you ever get the chance to go, there's a place called the Robot Restaurant where it's literally um, two basement floors down underneath the ground and uh robots fight each other while you eat dinner and drink beer it's awesome but yeah epileptic epilepsy warning (laughs) that's amazing i'm glad you survived and made it back yeah it's pretty much the safest country in the world on the world though so yeah (laughs) i felt like i was in danger zero times that's awesome did you read that book on your way back I didn't because it was on hold in the library, but I'll tell you what I have been reading. Uh, Mind Hunter. Oh, snap. It's the same book that the series on Netflix is based on, and it is effing amazing. Yeah. Um, you, so close to done. You should read, um, what's it called? The Those Who Fight Monsters, next. Ooh. That's the yeah. ones where they found out about how the bodies work, right? No, it's about the FBI agents that started the, the BAU, essentially. The behavioral what do you want? Uh, analysis oh. unit. Really? It's on the same people? It, well, I don't know if it's the same people exactly, but it's other FBI agents that kind of did a rogue thing and made an underground department. It might be the same people, it different book. But this I mean, is the book that inspired by the guy. The yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm into it. I live 0. .3 miles from the library, so game on. <laughs> One day you're so gonna take all these things I've said about my house and like triangulate like, where I live. Pinpoint yeah. it together. Yep. Beep boop pop. Then you're like, just kidding. I'm in Japan. Find me now. Yep, Just kidding. That's how that's going. Ladies, how have your lives been? boring no i'm just kidding um i had my friend come to visit my best friend of like 20 years came to portland to visit me and we lit her up she was out here living her best life she was here for four minutes and she was like i never want to leave we're like we just picked you up from the airport dude like we haven't even done anything yet but it felt like the weekend went by super fast and it's not fair but it was a lot of fun. It was nice having her here. And that being said, open invitation to any one of you. We have a nice Ikea pullout couch that we make into a bed Ooh. for our guests. Ooh. Yes. Well, when we're not recording, you'll have to let me know what airport is most convenient to you, and I'll literally set up alerts for all of us. Ooh. And it'll tell us when flights are really cheap. Oh my god, get you a friend that likes to be a travel agent. <laughs> well, that's the key.
1: What I mean, about you? Your... Just
0: tell me where you want to go and I'll see the same thing. I know. That's very overwhelming to me, but I love that you're that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. How is your all's hangout? It's going great. Yes. Guess who we just had dinner with? Do you really want <gasps> me to guess? Yes. Do I know them? Yeah. Are they famous? No. no. Who do we know that's famous? I don't Dumpers. know. <laughs> who do I know in Nashville that you guys know? Uh, one of
1: our biggest Murder Blows fans, Elman.
0: Wait, 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 wait! What? I thought he was. Yeah. That's you tricked me.
1: We tricked you. We you. <laughs> he sat down at the table and met Sasha for the first time and was like,
0: "It's like I'm meeting a celebrity." Oh no! I blush oh, so bad. My God. I had just chugged this mead too, so like my face was flushed and I was nervous. Oh, that's amazing. It was nice.
1: He told us a great story that I want to put on the podcast. But we
0: want him to be a guest and tell it, but it didn't end up having a whole lot of details, so. And oh, he was. It involves baby murder. It does. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, hell was... no. real messed up. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Well, hi, Elman. What you been Shout up to? out. Hey, hey, Cody, yeah. what's up? <laughs> I'm here. I'm just painting. Oh. Yeah. That's all. Nothing new. Well, Michelangelo. Wrong. I just missed you guys. I missed you too. Oh, oh It was a long two
1: when- weeks. Yeah, Wednesday nights have been, like, so empty Planned. Yes. Bland. yeah. So I've just been getting really drunk by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but it's Tuesday and you could do it with us again.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow night. Guess what I'll be doing?
0: <laughs> We're getting on a call and not
1: recording. <laughs> on the beach, yeah. though.
0: On the beach. Oh, snap!
1: Yeah, I'm going to the beach tomorrow.
0: You are just just a traveler now, aren't you? She's on vacation.
1: Yeah, vacation, Violet. Well, it's. That's a new um, hashtag. is World traveler.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. you just
1: made the dumbest smile. I wish you guys could have seen that. We made eye contact and smiled. It's Aww. weird recording the podcast in the same room as someone who cares about it.
0: Oh, yeah. P.S. listeners. Violet's at my house. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> <laughs> just, I liked your one horn toot. It was a triumphant trombone. <laughs> well. Yes. I was going through all of our messages on the Facebook group, which is what named our podcast. <laughs> um, and I noticed that someone uh, gave us a sweet, sweet tip on what kind of Satanist we were talking about um, three episodes ago now. Um, it's Shel- Shelly, Shelby, Shelby. I don't mind my clicking noises as I find it. No, it oh Jennifer Slopez. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. That's my <clears throat> friend. Thank you, Jennifer Slopez, for telling us that the kind of Satanists we were looking for are uh, Luciferian nins. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't like make the connection on that, because um, that's usually my thing. But whatever, dude. I just called them good Satanists and bad Satanists, so I think, think we're okay. That's- what we did yeah yeah so i know we talked about child murder there is no child murder in this story but i think there's much worse things so
1: oh, this one's rough this one's rough
0: um so i guess i'm we can excited announce like it's a it's a multi-purpose episode so violet and i tag teamed for you guys for our 10th episode to bring you another special episode um, so we're giving you an international cult story today. It sucks. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> bad. I know, but it's our 10th episode. That's so exciting. I know, you can't believe it. Squadron. That's Squadron. Ten, 10 weeks of doing this. Yeah, and then we're gonna, it's a, it's a crossover too. Double special. Double double crazy. I mean, it's I picked a doozy. Um, All right, I'm ready I for had, you. I was boarding the plane to come back to the States, and I just typed in international cult, and this is literally the first thing that came up, and it's real messed up. <laughs> now, is this one that you knew about beforehand, Violet? No,
1: God, no. Oh! No um, either. Yeah, I literally, and I was educated about it a little bit yesterday, I guess. I read the weird comics. The weird Prosta comic. Oof. No spoilers, but uh.
0: There's Prosta comics.
1: Um, mm-hmm. and then we made our timeline in the car on our way to meet our number one fan.
0: Yes. Elvin! <laughs> Violet, <laughs> <scared laughs> Violet drives me places because I don't like it. And I wrote the story and told it to her. So. I hated
1: it. <laughs>
0: I just want to say that I love. I love that you don't like to drive Sasha because I hate it too. Oh, I hate it. It's like... Nerve-racking. It's probably like number three or four on my list of things that give me anxiety. Me too. Yeah. See? And that's why I moved close enough to my work to walk to it. I bought uh, pepper spray for my walk to work because... Don't be unarmed, right? Right! Mm. Keep, your, keep your keys between your knuckles. Yeah. I said the other day, keep your uh, mace hand ready. <gasps> Speaking of keeping your mace hand ready, this guy tried to attack us at a gas station.
1: What? <gasps> oh,
0: good you segue. Should've, you should have
1: opened with that. Oh, I forgot. Oh, no, Because I literally just hope he's dead. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. One, curly hair mullet. Two.
0: Okay, oh,
1: so. Um, okay, so we were at this gas station, and, uh, I was putting stuff in the back seat and I had my backpack on. He asked if I had a quarter,
0: which what the fuck, what are you buying with a quarter?
1: Yeah. And I was like, I almost instinctually, because I have so much change on me all the time. that I was like, Oh no, I don't. And he was like behind me. Uh. And I was like, feeling a little uncomfortable, but then after I said no, he was like, "Oh, that's okay," and he took a couple steps back, and then asked for a lighter. And I was like, "I feel like you're just trying to get me to take my dominant hand and put it in like my pocket or my backpack, so you can attack me." Yeah. He also, preface this with someone got stabbed at this gas station. Oh, this is
0: true. So, but then he was just like, "Do you have a lighter?" And you were like, "No, bye." Yeah, we like, shut no. the door real hard. Yeah. Oh my god. So creeptastic. But it, it wouldn't have been weird
1: if it hadn't been like, can I have a quarter and then immediately a lighter?
0: Right. Because yeah. he took like steps away and then came back, and I was like,
1: Ugh. it's like, oh, the quarter didn't get him. Maybe a lighter will. Motherfucker, what I could have pulled out was the hatchet in my backseat. Rant rant yourself, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) You totally backed up what I was about to say. I was about to say, if I'm going to get, like, almost attacked (laughs) with anyone, I would want Violet to be there because she's going to have something to defend us on her person.
1: One hundo. I left the machete at home because I wasn't going camping, so the the hatchet (laughs) got packed instead. By packed, I mean easily accessible on my driver's seat.
0: Winning. That's a quote, but you'll have to guess which one it is.
1: <laughs> that was a weird giggle, wasn't it? <laughs> because I can hear myself echo, so it was just like, Hah. All right. Who's ready to talk about Secret Uncle Berg's Naked Puzzle Basement? <laughs> which
0: is what we've named it. What? Say that really slowly. <laughs> Secret Uncle Berg. <laughs> Z. Yeah, plural. Secret.
1: Or, or possessive. Underground, naked puzzle basement. <laughs> yes. Oh and my god. god. Yeah. And
0: coffee shop. Oh, uh, no. you had me at coffee shop. Nope. Mm-mm. You don't want to be nope. part of...
1: You don't I... want this
0: raspberry beret. Uh, You'll understand uh, that in a minute. <laughs> That's <was> so bad. <laughs> I already don't like this reference.
1: I'm okay, sure.
0: let's do let me, it. Let me take you back to the 1960s. This poor idiot was, well, let me take that back. This motherfucker (laughs) was traveling around the world, right? And he was trying to preach to teens. Well, that's your first mistake. Yep. Your second mistake is naming your group Teens for Christ. Oh, yeah. Red flag. Yep. And it's just not fucking working. Nobody wants to be preached to. It's the late 60s and, you know... People want to just do their own fucking thing and be children of love. So in 1967, he gives up and moves to Huntington Beach, California, to start a coffee shop. Because those who
1: don't preach make coffee. coffee.
0: Leave the coffee shops out of this.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, they're not wrong. I do not preach. I do make coffee.
0: Right. Same. Hmm. All (laughs) right. So... While he's making coffee, he just can't stop preaching, and <laughs> he just notices. Sorry, All I can picture. is, like, can't stop, won't stop preaching. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like a guy. Let me see. Let me do some backwards math. I caffeinated on Christ. I actually don't know how. Oh old my he god! Was when he died. Is that the name of the coffee shop? No, I have no idea. I looked everywhere and I couldn't find the name of the coffee shop. But it's now I've... the
1: name of this episode.
0: Secret <laughs> Murder Dungeon Puzzle Room. Caffeinated um, on Christ is a winner. Yeah. <sighs> Alright. Game on. For I'm going to regret everything I've ever said as soon as you tell this story. Yeah. Uh, well, this guy's garbage. I'm going a, I'm to a spoil that for you right now. Spoiler right. alert. I bet his coffee tasted like... Nope. (laughs) Mm -mm. So apparently Uh, caffeinated people are more receptive to Jesus um, because people start listening. And so like this more casual nature of of preaching catches on. Little did we know this casual nature would go way too fucking far. (laughs) Um, So apparently he would also preach in a beret, not a raspberry one, just a regular one, Mm -hmm. um, to seem like he was more hip. In the sixties, I'm not
1: kidding. What what cool teen is going in to get his sweet cappuccino? What's
0: the drink in the sixties? It's not frappuccinos.
1: No, hell no. Those didn't come out till the seventies. Really? I would think like the early nineties.
0: People with their frozen beverages. I think it was seventies or eighties. I think it was probably just black coffee because there was no alternative milks. Yeah, oh, that's true. Oh shit. Was there even, good. like, espresso machines to steam stuff?
1: Yeah, I think so. Maybe they just took, put them in Tupperware containers like I used to <laughs> when I was broke and shake them real fast.
0: Shook them up really hard. <laughs> 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 um
1: Coffee will with Violet. But no, seriously, like, what teen is just like, oh, shit, that guy's beret.
0: <gasps>
1: I'm gonna listen to the shit out of that dude.
0: Yeah, but you got 60s and 70s is, like peak drug time, right? So Maybe everybody's
1: looked tripped, like tripped out
0: and they're like, he's got a beret on, he knows what he's talking about. Maybe. And Maybe. I'm high and I have coffee, so I'm ready. I have other theories, but I'll tell you I about don't, that later. I don't know, I'm ready for it. Let's go. Yep. So at this point he changes his group's name from teens for Christ to children of God to be like cooler and appeal to younger and wider audiences. So we got in 1969, this guy has 50 followers all of a sudden. And he's like, fuck it, we don't need to live in California. Let's just hit the road like hippies do, right? So that's cool. Um, They're gone for about eight months and all of a sudden he's got 200 followers. Um, and then they come back to California in early 1970. And then, according to this article that I'll source at the end of it, this is when shit got weird. I have questions. The group spread around the country to single-family homes? Yep, they bought a bunch of single-family homes. Oh, okay. And what they're the still hell? in America, right? Yeah, don't spoil it. No, actually I'm just, still at this moment. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yep. But, like, in single-family homes, which I've lived in a bunch,
1: mm-hmm. like, they
0: would cram five families into there. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. and
1: none of them had jobs. They weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to have jobs. Or go to school. But they just kept getting new followers? hmm Okay, so now this guy. Is that the same guy? Same guy. Okay, so this guy changes his name. From David Berg... To Moses David. Yeah, fuck that. Ugh. Um. And he starts, so he moves out on his own, Mm -hmm. I believe. And uh, then he starts sending out letters to his followers to keep them in line, I guess, and to, like, educate them more about this batshit fucking religion. Um, and in one of the letters, here we go, you guys ready? Buckle in. Mm-hmm. I'm still not over this one uh, He talks about his like Little lambs <laughs> Sorry and It's not funny girls. I'm just so disgusted um, <laughs> He talks about his Little lambs Fucking one another And his shepherds liking it Yeah um, After it, that Someone tips people off That it's a child sex ring <laughs> I wonder what yeah. Well, um. and so okay this is where I don't think we found
0: he has a wife right? he has a wife confirmed? I don't he had a wife I don't know for sure that his children at this point were his wife's kids which he currently has two Well, lines up with oh yes at this point he, has he has three
1: three two. but that third one Um anyways. He has two daughters his two daughters, and one of them confirms that Moses David has been sleeping with the other sister.
0: And that he wanted her bones, but she said, fuck off, dad. Don't be fucking weird.
1: Um, <laughs> and then the group starts creating comics and like works of <laughs> literature. I saw one of the comics. It's pretty fucked. And it's pretty much like promoting these women to use sex to get more followers to preach they called it loving yep and that like the world has perverted sex to just be like a dirty sinful act but he is like no we can make it um... oh i
0: forgot to tell you he's preaching the end of the world he's preaching that armageddon's coming right so not that oh, it matters but... Starts... sorry but yeah. are these like comics are they Sketches that look kind of real, or are they more cartoony? They look
1: like I've seen this Saturday morning cartoons.
0: Yep,
1: I've seen comic
0: strips. Ugh, but like of mothers giving their sons blowjobs. I think I watched a documentary or something, and they had not the comics, but the real pictures too. Some of them, obviously, not all of them. Just I got
1: goosebumps. The, I seriously just got goosebumps. Right Can confirm. The
0: um the the vaguer pictures are what they use in the documentary obviously, but Ugh. it is super super. Oh, just uh
1: uh This whole story I was telling Sasha in the car while she was telling me all about it. I got like cotton mouth and I'm not going to throw up, but it's the same feeling. Right. Of, like getting so nauseous that my body is just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke, but I'm not going to. You
0: doing that weird salivating um, thing? Your stomach's empty all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. it's it just. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so in so the comics were about, for the most part, raising children the natural way. Big fucking quotation marks around that, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Natural, usually ensuing incest. I'm, I'm anyways. Um, also, so they weren't okay with made on man sex. What? But lesbians were
0: a okay. Yep. So was polygamy, etc. And incest. Well, literally everything else. Yeah, I'm pretty sure anal was fine as long as you weren't two dudes. Okay, uh, so
1: it goes. You want to take over and yeah, do I this? That. Um.
0: Okay. So it gets real fucked up. I'm gonna <laughs> jump a little ahead just to keep you on the fucked up train to 1993. So, in 1993, Larry King interviewed a former member, and he was like, yeah, so they wanted me to have sex with a 10-year-old, and he was like, well, did you do it? And he was like, yeah, so they would use that as a tactic to, like, keep people from leaving and, like, speaking out, and... Blackmail. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So, real fucked up. Um... So when we were talking about the loving people, it was also called flirty fishing, and that really came to a head in 1977. Um, so I'm taking you back now, back to the real timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and they at some point claimed that their women had had sex with 25,000 people and converted 19,000, which is a pretty good return on investments, except for the fact that they were all getting pregnant and having STDs. There's accounting the accountant for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um yep, so that sucked. So they they send that? that off eventually. Um, and then in that same year, uh, it becomes a global thing. So they are now in several countries. And so they decide to rename the group The Family. Um, and that also came out of Jonestown being um, happening being happening because of Jonestown happening. Um, does anyone remember what the Jonestown group was called? Because I know that's the city. Jonestown? <laughs> yeah, but, like, what was the cult called? What they called? Was it call- just Jonestown? Yeah, I think it was just Jonestown. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a huge thing before that, and then they moved to Jonestown and freaked out. Either way. Oh, you know what? That'll be a corrections for next week, because they were a thing, and they moved to, like, Africa... I'm sorry,
1: I already found it. What is it? Oh, sweet! It's the, it's the People's Temple Agricultural Project. Yeah, it's better People's known Temple. as its informal name, Jonestown. Interesting.
0: Yeah, they they literally changed their name for Children of God to the Family because of Jonestown. I don't I don't understand the similarity, but whatever you do, you. Oh, but before man, I knew I was going to do this out of order. Um, in 1975. A son was born to Moses David. and uh, Strap in. Yep. Click, click in your seatbelts, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Um, his name was Ricky Rodriguez, um, but he renamed him to DeVito, which just means Little David. Um, <laughs> There's too many Davids. Yeah. Well, it's just two Davids right now David and Little David. But he even um, changed his name, remember? David Bird. David Bird Moses became David. Moses David. So still the same David. Don't get lost. But Buckle in, because they, David, Moses David decided that DeVito was going to be his heir and the next prophet for this group of people, the Ugh. family. And so they like raised him, quote unquote, as naturally as possible, where they would like make him touch his nanny's generals, and they were always touching his and like they took pictures of everything and published it in a book named DeVito, and, like, nobody had a problem with it. I mean, <sighs> you have to have some type of, like, like powerful charisma to stand in front of all these people and be like, we're going to do this to kids, and then we're going to put it in a book, and we're going to sell it, and people are going to buy it. Ayy.
1: Yep. With his own son, too. Like. Yep. And it unfortunately it just gets worse. Right. Yeah, we'll,
0: get, we'll get to that part. All right. Um, so this and then this and then this. Also, dads, no son ever wants to follow in your footsteps. No. I'm going to throw that out there. That's never a successful story. Except for Tommy Berg. Boy.
1: Okay, so in the late 70s, Berg Flees David Berg, David Berg Moses David of famous Secret Uncle Bergs Naked Puzzle Basement. Uh, I think that's a Pat Oswalt joke. I need to, like, blanket that. I did not come up with that on my own. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but in the late 70s, he flees the U.S. Uh, because of tax evasion, rape, kidnapping, and draft dodging.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't oh, say he where went? he went, though, right? I end- I found out he ended up in Portugal. So I don't know where he went originally, but I finally found out that's where he went.
1: Okay, so, in the late 80s, early 90s, Argentinians got real suspicious, um, and the U.S. Embassy pretty much said that they had at least three U.S. children hostage.
0: hmm And so the U.S. Embassy in Argentina supported their, like, investigation into this, which was super important.
1: Um, so, is that 180 police officers raided... The homes. Yep. Uh, is that September 31st, 1993? Just the regular 3rd. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) 3rd. September 3rd, 1993. Um, and they found, ugh, 268 children enslaved, underfed, with little to no clothes, and, uh, the sex literature from David Berg all over the place. Ugh. Um, they also found a videotape with one of the fathers in the group having sex with his daughter. Um.
0: And then the judge, how do you pronounce that? Mark Markovic, which is really weird because it doesn't sound like an Argentinian name, but it is. But yeah, Markovich came down with the hammer, and he charged thirty of the leaders with kidnapping and deprivation of the rights of minors. So good as to you, Judge Markovich. Did he get a key to the city? Uh, he, he should have. Oh, this was 1993. And like, I know this I'm just kidding, that's not a real Did thing. They have keys but... in '93. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I don't even know if there was internet. I'm kidding, there totally was. Barely. So, um, while. And, like, the cool thing about us doing this duo episode is, like, Violet's gonna talk to us about what made this a cult and not just a religious practice besides the fucking abuse of minors, and I'm gonna tell you why Argentina was heckin' awesome. Um, but, pause. Pause and return. That's where I left off. Um, so, besides Argentina, they also had a pretty heavy presence in Europe and Southeast Asia. Um, so a similar raid happened in 1992 in Australia. Where, uh, they found 146, or, 100, sorry, 140 kids between the ages of 2 and 16. 2 and 16. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, 140 two. kids. Yep. And they found them in 7 houses. Oh my god, that's not enough houses. Nope. That is 20 fucking kids per house. Oh. Uh, just, like, everyone's squatting, basically. Yes. Oh. Um... The Australian judge did charge them with the obese of minors, so snaps to him. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But then the French, in June of 1993, raided 12 houses and found 40 children and brought them into custody. But then uh, Spain, in uh, a month before Argentina, raided a house and found 22 kids. But then the, the court in Spain was like, No, this isn't happening. And return the kids to the parents, so boo for Spain. The parents that were still involved in the cult, we can assume? I'm assuming. I mean... Ugh, no, Spain, no. Sorry, I'm upset. I'm upset, too. Okay. So David Berg is 74 at this point, and is completely missing in action. Ew! Ew. Um... And then somehow just dies the next year in Portugal. Fucking piece of shit. Good. Fucking taking the easy way out. Yep. Fucking. So, I don't know why, but apparently this just calmed down the investigation. I guess they're like, leader's dead doesn't matter. But, like, it still mattered. Um, so, the his wife at the time, Karen Zerby like, immediately remarried. And then took leadership. Um, and then, at this point, so they started the cult at 70, like, pretty much 1970, and it's now 23 years later, and I guess people are just, like, catching on that the apocalypse isn't actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, Zerby here tells her friends, uh, cult friends, to start planning for, like, the next 30 years, like, they should probably get jobs and go to school and stuff. Um, Good job, is- Zerby. Great, um, but at this point, I just want to say that they have fifteen thousand members across the globe. Like, this was t- nineteen ninety four. Ugh. Did they change the name? Is that what that oh, we'll
1: come back to that. Okay. Remember this is where the I sun. Get to talk about the sun. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Ricky. Ricky. DeVito. So Ricky,
1: the prophet that he is. Hmm. Okay. So he. Leaves the cult in about 2000. And we did the math, right? He would have been in his 20s. 25, yeah. He makes a... Okay, you actually should describe this home video because I was listening.
0: Mm.
1: But you... I feel it got more details.
0: He makes a home video in 2005. He's sitting, like, in front of, like, hand grenades, some guns... Tasers. A taser, duct tape, and rope, and... He is basically just telling the home video that he's out to get his mom, which I don't know if that's Zerby or someone different, because apparently Berg just had his fingers in a lot of pots.
1: So, um, instead of doing that, he finds one of the nannies that like they made him touch stuff as a with. child. Yeah, um, and he. He takes her back to his house, right? Takes her out to dinner. Takes her out to dinner. Back to his house. And then stabs her a lot.
0: I think it was like 20 times. He murders the shit
1: out of her and then shoots himself
0: in the head. Oh, age 30. Oh my god. I am pretty, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm like in the 90 percentile sure that Zerby is his mom. Possibly. I mean, yeah, who thank- knows? Oh, God. Um, so it, it ends up that there's a lot of suicide from the second generation. Um, so they try a reboot in 2004, and they rename themselves the Family International, where they're told, like, they don't have to beg for money to pay for these single-family homes. They should just go get jobs and stuff. Um, but our I- little celebrity tidbit... Um, is that the entire Phoenix family, so... Joaquin, like River, River Phoenix? River, no! Summer. And the fourth one that I don't remember. Sorry. Sorry. Fourth sibling. Um, they all grew up as second generation, uh, family kids. No! Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, if you'll remember how River died. Yeah. Drug overdose.
1: I would do a fuck ton of drugs if I was, like, I can't, I don't advocate drugs or suicide or overdosing that's how i lost one of my friends but like honestly holy fucking shit yep. rose mcgowan
0: was also in it yep oh my oh my god yep that uh wow yep. uh, Yo, i had no idea they had so many well that's not so many but like celebrity ties I'm also going to be real honest. The list was really long, but those were the names I recognized, and I'm bad at movies. Oh, that's fine. That's (laughs) enough. I would have probably gotten plenty. I've heard enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally doesn't surprise me at all. Like, I'm glad you guys are doing this case, because the ones I want to do are dark like this. Okay. Oh. I didn't want to be the first one to do it. <laughs> Welcome to the fold. Welcome to the... Yeah. Let us know on Twitter if you only want lighthearted murders. I don't know what those are. <laughs> um, yeah, so the end of this story is that as of 2017, there's still 25,000 followers across the globe. WTF people. And there's still the inter- the Family International... There's still the Family International. There's still a familyinternational.org. I did not click it because I was on Wi-Fi in Japan, and I did not want to go to jail. Isn't Zerby still a leader? I don't know. I didn't look that far. I'm just disgusted with the fact that it still happens. And, like, someone that's been in the fold since he was born did an interview, and he said, um, like, yeah, that free open sex principle thing is still open, and like allowed. Uh, but because like no one's living communally anymore, they don't really do it. But I'm I don't like fucking
1: buy that for a second. Oh, for sure. No. That's what your yeah. organization was founded on, in my opinion. Wow. So perverted anonymous. Yeah. Only they don't have to be anonymous. So that's my thing. I think literally all this was was like one horny ass pedophile. That was like, how do I get away with having sex with minors legally? Like, as legal, legally as I can. And so I literally think his followers weren't, like, very young. Like, I'm not talking, like, 12 and 13. I'm talking, like, people that had already understood that they were, quote-unquote, different. And just fucking pedophiles. And they just joined this, like, ring where they could fuck their siblings and shit.
0: Ugh, that's I really so... heartedly,
1: like... Yeah,
0: I can't wrap my head around so many people agreeing on the same fucked up idea well and and that's my thing it's
1: like I think not that all cases I'm not generalizing or blanket statement (laughs) Um, but I think that when you're raised in that environment like it's okay and that was the thing like these people just kept having sex with one another and Incest has definitely fucking proven cases of, like, mental disability and handicap. So if you're raised in an environment where this is totally fucking normal, like, right. they, they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And like that guy said, oh, that free sex policy is still open. So there's no one in your fucking cult that, like, fondles their fucking sister. I fucking doubt it. Doubt it. Sorry for the profanity in this language
0: well, or in this episode. Then you got it. thing? a tag for a reason. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just said we have an explicit tag for a reason. Oh, good. <laughs> no, but I was gonna say, and I mean, this is even more disgusting. But you gotta think about mm-hmm. how many people that are involved in this that are in law enforcement <gasps> and know about it. And I mean, I'm just speculating, but I mean, you know, like there has thousand members. To, there has to be. What is that podcast? Someone knows something. That's one, yeah. Yes. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... It's... Ugh. I didn't realize I was grinding my teeth until I stopped talking, and now my no, jaw but, really you know, hurts. Like, did they send them to rehab? Oh, no. Oh, no. So, when the cult kind of, quote-unquote, disbanded or rebooted, um, and they told, like, other people to get jobs, there's this um, expose from, like, a 14-year-old who had... No education and no experience other than um, what's it called? It's not necessarily preaching, but but preaching essentially like evan- evangelizing, I don't evangelism. Know. There's a, yeah, there's a really good word for it. Um, but he had no experience outside of that, and so like he would try to get jobs and couldn't. And so he was like, Well, I can make uh, balloon animals, and so this motherfucker made balloon animals and uh, he would like pay restaurants to let him make balloon money animals and try to make his money back off of it. And like he was talking about that he met a girl at the restaurant and she asked him on a date and like he went to her house but he had no idea what to do and like he just said it was like really sad that he really liked her and she never called him back. On a positive note, he made enough money to um, send himself to a community college program that's geared at sending people to like four, full four-year colleges is doing okay now but he said like that's the first time he ever felt like he had friends Ugh. his kid was raised being raped so Ugh. I and mean, i'm crying <laughs> pretty, sure uh, pretty sure i've been to a restaurant where they've done balloon animals
1: you've ever been to a restaurant where they've done balloon animals
0: well, I mean, you can't assume that every balloon animal maker is... A rapist?
1: A rape part, victim? You're part a, of... <laughs> a rape victim. Yeah, sorry. He's not the raper.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So none of them got therapy. That's why a lot of them killed themselves. Um, I was pretty, pretty effed up. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, putting an international spin on this uh, we talked about Uganda being a collectivist culture meaning they they fight for the group rather than the individual Argentina is the same way and so when they saw funky shit going down they were like oh hell no not our children and they were like one of the first ones to go in there and like not accept the fucking status quo and put those people in jail so Aww. here's your international spin ladies and gentlemen Argentina is fucking fantastic look at that Uganda and Argentina in the Positive box. I don't know. That's not a thing. Don't be a Spain. Don't be a Spain. Oh yeah, I'm sure
1: Spain is okay
0: now, but I nineteen think... whenever Spain. I don't. I didn't research this, but I'm pretty sure Spain has a high shame culture, which would explain why they were like, "No, this doesn't happen oh. in my culture. Um, we don't talk about it," you know, and which might be why they let those guys go. But it's possible. That's my mm. theory. Now that I profile everyone because of Mindhunter. <laughs> now that I'm a fucking
1: expert, let me get my fucking book out. Let me. This is, yeah, you got a little flip book?
0: I do, Blos, actually. Notepad. <laughs> yeah, sound effect, keep that. Everyone bombed.
1: Good, great. Sufficiently, thank you. Welcome to murder and life, Blows.
0: <laughs> hey guys. Hey, shout out to Barbara Bush, because she died today. I know. Even with her affair? No, she was the child of the affair. Right? Am I talking about the right person? Okay. Yes. Barbara Bush died? Yes. Yes. Sorry. That happened. It's, It's okay. I just wanted to say it, since we talked about her last Podcast that we we recorded. Oh, that's so weird.
1: Whoa.
0: She was ninety-two.
1: Guys, what if we killed Barbara? No, Violet. No, (laughs) we did not. No, no. Obviously, I don't fucking know how to.
0: She refused medical attention. A hatchet.
1: She didn't die by a hatchet wound, right? (laughs) Sure, was old age. She was (laughs)
0: was ninety-two. Oh, no, Cody, I
1: don't know Cody, get to us I think like we need a Ouija board, board. I, should, and a and knee like, I don't want so any more gonna...
0: A knee disease? I, maybe it's autoimmune uh, It's not a knee Jesus. But <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I heard princess, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know Cody, what'd she die from? <laughs> on the edge of my seat
0: Angina? A knee disease? <laughs> A knee disease. That's what I heard. Are you serious? Oh, Jesus, this chair. Was it Sorry. Jesus? No. Tell me. Was it Jesus? Did Jesus kill her?
1: This episode got so dark. We're just like, know, fuck it. There are no boundaries.
0: <laughs> I don't know how talk to... Talk shit
1: about Barbara Bush and her fucking death that happened today.
0: <laughs> Still uh, with me. Anybody have any funny stories? <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> no i really don't yeah funny Violet's like no i'm done goodbye
1: I, <laughs> i'm not your clown i'm not your quote clown <laughs> make that a quote you know i have them saved though and i just send them as like memes sometimes so my friends are like we get it you podcast <laughs> yeah i'm the funny one
0: tell your friends that we podcast I have written down for you, Violet. I left my machete at home because I wasn't going camping, <laughs> 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 which I just found hilarious because of the visual that I got. You're welcome. <laughs> mm. I love it. Do you have any and, funny stories? Um, not funny, but I we had um, guests over. And while they weren't into true crime, they wanted to listen to our um oh, pro intro. And so we played our promo for them and So embarrassing. It was weird. <laughs> Isn't it? I was like, Yeah, I make this. It sounds way better than this, I promise. Well it was like a it was what? Two one, two, three, four,
1: five, six people in the room and only three of them me, Sasha and and Husbando. <laughs> listen to the podcast. So they were just like,
0: Oh wow, that's so cute. So you're oh, yeah. you're just watching them listening to your voice and you're like, yes. Yes. yeah. it was
1: weird. <laughs> like I made eye contact with them. I was like, I shouldn't have done that. And like the well, response was kind of like,
0: Oh, that's cool. Well that's like when like John and I went out with on a double date and the girl oh. of the other couple knows about this. She listened to our first episode but I don't know if she still listens, but John was like, Amazing, tell them about your podcast, about your new numbers. And I was like, no, no, don't please don't know. make
1: it. I don't want to. You're like that kid that painted something really great at school. And they're like, go ahead, show them your picture of your elephant. But you know it looks like a penis. <laughs> and like, I don't wanna. Not that our podcast is a penis. It's a metaphorical elephant penis.
0: I'm gonna stop. No. Please write it's a metaphorical, no. metaphorical elephant penis, <laughs> and then please also write, "I'm not your quote clown." <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry for me. No, never. I'm gonna send. I just you need funny stuff from everybody pictures. else. This can't I'm be sorry, the Violet show. Funny, but she's the funny one. <laughs> That's true. That's her charm. Her yeah,
1: cosplay thing. And I was like, Sasha's a pretty one. That looks funny though. Mm, <laughs> no. I'm pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No. You you're welcome. Uh, I've got. What do I have? Oh, I have an uplifting podcast that people can listen to if you want. Oh hell yeah, we need yeah, some Yeah, when helpers. you're done with
1: our bullshit.
0: Yay, uplifting. So the hairdresser from Queer Eye, and he does other things. That's not all that he's from, but that's all I know him from. Uh, Jonathan Van Ness has a podcast called Getting Curious. And it is hilarious. He is a ray of sunshine in this dark, dark world. Um, one of the more recent episodes is actually about... he. What he does is he gets people on his podcast about... And they talk about stuff that he's curious about. That's a lot of abouts in one sentence, but there you go. Um, Is this on Gimlet? Maybe, but he had one of his more recent episodes. He had a psychologist that specifically studies cults (gasps) and helps people who come out of cults, like, (gasps) go back into, quote, unquote, normal life. And so... She was talking to him and she said, cultic studies, and he was like, yes, honey, cultic studies. And I was <laughs> Me
1: like, though. That,
0: that's Violet and Sasha today is in cultic studies. So cultic Getting studies. Curious is a mm. hilarious podcast. That sounds you great. If need a little bit of brightness in your day. Yeah. So we were talking about,
1: like, what's your podcast goal? And I think mine is, like, 100% just getting to interview someone who escaped a cult. Ooh. Like I think that's like when I stop making dick and fart jokes, or someone is just like, you know what, I'm okay with the dick and fart jokes. I would just love to like take a week and just interview the shit out of them because like, yeah. I'm so fascinated in that stuff. I was still in Sasha. I watched a whole series about it, and it just I don't know why this shit fascinates me. It always bums me out. Like I really need a hug, and I don't I don't like hugs.
0: I don't like hugs either. I mean, that's disappointing. That's the whole appeal of true crime for people. Is we love it, but we hate to love it.
1: I think it's more of, like, keeping people educated. Not that I'm fucking educating anyone. I don't need to be in charge of anyone's
0: mind molding. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I don't do cults. Mind molding. Uh, Yeah. I'm not good enough to do a cult, is what I just heard. (laughs) I'm really not what would my cult be about day drinking mm-hmm. to be fair day drinking is only fun like one day in a row like you don't do it multiple days in a row
1: yeah no oh uh, vacation violet <laughs> boy, 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 okay, boy. <laughs> is oh. different
0: <laughs> <Vacation. laughs> mine okay anyways my favorite thing about Japan is that drinking is totally destigmatized Um, so like you can get a beer at like five in the morning and just you're not supposed to walk and drink, but you can chug your beer on the corner and then continue walking. Oh no one fucking cares. As long as you're not being a disruption to the public. Um yeah, like I would have beer with breakfast. Japan sounds very intimidating. Really? Yeah. So calm. It's so calm for a country that's so densely populated. It does not look like like it. (laughs) My, like, one thing
1: that scares me, I'm gonna get some hate for this, get ready, is white people. White (laughs) people scare the shit out of me. Like, as a white person, a Jewish white person, but still a white person, I'm terrified of white people. Like, anytime I go anywhere and there's just a plethora, which is where I live currently, it's just white people. Every time I go to a restaurant, white people. And it's not like, it's the type of fun that white people have. (laughs) It's like yelling at waitresses and holding hands while they pray. Which is fine if you do, but I'm not cool with it. And it just, it looks like the most bummer time.
0: (laughs) Yes. But wait, why does that make you hate Japan?
1: Oh no! I said that's why I didn't say I hated oh, Japan. Okay, I made I don't that think up. So you were just like, "No, Maisie hates Japan."
0: No, 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 no
1: I don't kidding. hate <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm not She's a fair judge. I've
0: Never been. I'm saying
1: white people intimidate me.
0: That's fair. I'm
1: oh. telling you,
0: J- Japanese. So I only went to Osaka and Tokyo, so I can't speak for the whole country. But like, Japanese people are really calm all the time. So calm. They don't even answer their phone on the train. Whoa. Yep. It's pretty tight. Um, Are people always smiling? Thing. No. So smiling is seen as a form of aggression. <laughs> oh, uh, oh <laughs> You know, I've my seen myself smile. I can see that. Yeah. So eye contact and smiling is seen as you're being aggressive or, or domineering. So just look at the floor. It's fine. Oh my god! I'll only go to Japan if I go with Sasha. I feel like <laughs> come with me. We're going fall twenty nineteen. If you can raise the prerequisite amount of money before, then I will take you. <laughs> We're going up north. We're going on nature walks. We're gonna maybe go to the suicide forest. Oh We're gonna no! It's idea who that was? Yeah, that's Violet's idea. <laughs> I'm terrified. I mean, it's fine. Oh. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah. Those that upper. Oh, the, the verb was awesome. Um, Yeah, uh, we had a side note. Oh, Violet, can you tell us what the difference between a religion and a cult is? Oh, I guess that was like the whole point of the episode, right?
1: Let's we'll um, put this
0: in earlier and no one will know.
1: <laughs> no one will know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the difference between a religion and a cult is not much, in my opinion. Um, because, and I'm not trying to single anyone out. Uh, as an atheist, I'm sure people are triggered already. Um, that's fine. Hi,
0: there's the unsubscribe button. We will see you never. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm kidding. Please, please listen, please to, listen to, to our podcast. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> kidding. I'm Catholic now.
1: No. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm Jewish. Um, but no, so the fact of the matter is, is they all have this, this same, for the most part, general idea of i'm gonna blanket statement happiness everyone is out to live a happy fruitful life in death most of the time like or post-death not and, and and i'm not i'm including i just think it's odd that a lot of these cults stem off of some kind of biblical religion Does that make sense?
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, they were like the teens for Christ. Like, in some fucked up universe, this guy was like, Jesus is the answer to my pedophilia kick.
0: Yeah. That's that, like, but what if.
1: Ooh, go ahead. What if, like, the cult
0: leader is really smart and just is like, well, these Jesus people kind of tend to get brainwashed I'll use that to my advantage
1: so yeah I 100% agree it's it's more so them dangling a carrot and making the carrot seem like a fucking t-bone steak mm. um but I think the, well like I said I think it's it's mostly targeted for those types of people, or people that don't belong to a religion, or they belong to a religion and they're asking questions and things don't make sense. Also, I've noticed in almost all of them, it's really rare that they bring in new followers after they've gained like the two hundred, right? Mm-hmm. So that was their staple because then they could just wreak them with like incest and like constant baby making. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like the Bulk of their growth there was literally just, like, incest in this one. Yep. Not all of them, obviously. But, like, a lot of them also kind of cut them off from the world. Oh, cut yeah. people off. So, but they do that with fear, which a lot of religion does, is fear-mongering. Not all. Not all. Um, but it's kind of like the church I went to growing up was very much, like, fire and brimstone. It wasn't like, Jesus made fish and bread for fucking everyone, and it was great. It was party hard. Instead, it was like, if you fucking fuck a dude, and you are a dude, you're going to hell, and you're going to die. And I remember there was a whole, I felt like, months where they did this thing on hell, and just all the things you would go through when you went to hell. So I think cults really bank on the idea of, when you die, where are you going to go? And so do religions, but... I think that fear
0: is an important aspect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think that's what keeps people in, because like Cody mentioned, these people are unfortunately really intelligent, and they know who to manipulate, and then they think about even the like legality of it. Like that guy that was like, uh, oh, they made me fuck a 10-year-old, because if I didn't, they would... Pretty much wrap me out, and I mean, it just—it's oh, so fucked up. I don't know if that made sense. I'm really sleepy. So it
0: did. It was upsetting. Yeah. It just brought me <laughs> down again. Why? <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, let's get back to it. On a positive note, um, my birthday is Thursday, and I'm doing a birthday fundraiser um, mm-hmm. for Planned Parenthood. You can find the link on my Twitter. Um, I've committed to matching all donations up to a reasonable amount, so you know, not a million dollars, but right. um, if you want to donate to that, I'll match it, and that would be super cool of you guys. Murder Blows will retweet that. Ooh, girl. Ooh, girl. Man, I loved waking up and seeing all of your Murder Blows action while I was asleep. Oh my god, it's my favorite. I'm sorry, I
1: would just like Jump in, I was like, Sasha's asleep, I'll take over here.
0: He's <laughs> like, no, I, I'm okay in it. <laughs> I totally forgot that she was like, her daytime was our nighty-night time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it just didn't even occur to me. But, um, yeah, no. If you guys, listeners, hello, how are you? Great, thanks for sticking around. Come and talk to us on Twitter. It is lit, fam. I love it there. Okay? <laughs> Send me some gifts. I'm ready for you. We're on Twitter at MurderBlows and we're on Instagram at MurderBlowsCast. I haven't figured out really what to do with the Instagram besides post funny pictures, and I think if nobody cares, that's what I'm going to stick to. I like it. I love I like it. it. Okay, cool. What I do cool. is
1: like. I'm drifting away from Instagram. I'm only on like Twitter and Snapchat now. And no. I don't want to murder blows Snapchat.
0: That would be weird.
1: I can get political real quick. <laughs> but how did
0: your,
1: you live tweet it, didn't you, Maisie?
0: Oh, your yeah. First? Oh, that was my first live tweet, and it was very... It was fun, but I was like, uh, I don't know what to watch, because it was super upsetting. So, if yeah. you don't follow us on Twitter, at Murdered Blows, I, Maisie, live tweeted the premiere of the HBO documentary, I Am Evidence, which is... Produced by Mariska Hargitay, but directed by two other women, and I don't have their names, and I'm so sorry. But it basically follows four women's journeys that their rape kits were not tested for over 10 years. And the numbers that they like present in this documentary are so upsetting. And I grew up watching... Mariska Hargitay on Law & Order talk about untasted rape kicks for my whole childhood and I thought maybe I was desensitized to this kind of thing and it was not even past the intro and I was already like angry and crying so it is emotional it is heavy but it's it needs to be seen. Um, there, those four women ended up three of them were connected to a serial rapist all in one city And they ended up tying, I'm going to mess up the, the statistic, but they said out of the United States, like the continental United States, I think 30 states were affected by only a few rape kits tested just out of Cleveland. And I could have messed all of that up, but it was a small amount of kits tested that affected a huge area of our country. And it's stuff that's happening here, stuff that's happening today, and it's not fair. And I'm gonna start crying, so I'm not gonna go there. But Aww. if you if you have HBO, please, please watch it. It's not about Marishka Hargate, she's in it for maybe five minutes total. But it's yeah. Um, if you've got expendable money after you donate to Pen Parenthood for Sasha's birthday, you can head over to in the backlog.org and the Joyful, Joyful Heart foundation.org does the same type of stuff. But I think they do more, but I'm not totally sure. But, we should figure out a giveaway or something. to.
1: Oh, yeah. Someone asked when we were doing a giveaway. Yeah. But we could tie Whoa. it into
0: that thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we should a definitely. Put in your name. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Okay. We'll figure That's... it out. We can do that in the works. But, yeah. But, yeah, we want to interact with you guys, so please, like, come at us. We're ready.
1: Also, if you want more live tweeting, I like watching movies.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ooh, Violet, I want to talk about a horror movie with you. Do you oh, want to no. do it now or you want to do it after? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say goodbye. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm sorry we bummed you out. I'm sorry the cult's still happening. Um, but stay tuned for after outro for um, some pretty sweet promos from other podcasts we love. Woo Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Uh,
1: oh, oh, same.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Did you I hear heard that? It. I only Don't it. put what?
1: that. <laughs> I might have to. It's a work of art. Put it at the very end.
0: There That's you go. There the- Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Sophie. We're two broads talking politics. We're working moms in the Midwest who love politics. We're progressive activists worried about the future of our country for our kids. On Two Broads Talking Politics, we talk to activists and authors and veterans and students and reporters and nonprofit directors and candidates. Lots of candidates. On Wednesdays, we do deep dives into issues like the opioid crisis or gun violence or reproductive justice or religion or the politics of a particular state. And on Fridays, I profile an individual or three. So if you like talking politics or just want to be hopeful about the country again check out two broads talking politics we're at two broads talking or you can subscribe anywhere podcasts are found hey it's sasha back again to recommend one more fantastic podcast does it freak people out when you get visibly excited talking about serial killers do you want to know how to draw eyeliner wings sharp enough to kill a man fame and misfortune is a celebrity true crime podcast hosted by erin and stephanie two quirky makeup artist co-workers who bonded over their love of makeup and Manson. Each episode is a pleasant mixture of famous murders and beauty tips. It's the podcast full of crime, glam, and social anxiety you didn't know you needed. Check them out, guys. Bye!